1: Hey, everybody, welcome once again to the Wrestling Inc. podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein. Tonight, we're going to talk about Monday Night Raw for February 27th, 2017, the go home show before Fastlane. And tonight, welcome back to the Wrestling Inc. podcast. The blueprint himself, Mr. Matt Morgan. How's it going?
3: I'm doing fantastic, guys. I have got quite, I'm trying to balance like 300 things here and still make this show. Let me just throw it out there. Not that I'm complaining. Working a nine to five, absolutely crushing shit. Um, getting ready for a men's physique show in June. So we're taking my carbs down, which makes me cranky, and I've still got to hit the gym every night, not miss any nights whatsoever, including tonight. Get home, watch Raw, and somehow be on this show. Oh yeah, PS, I'm making my turn, my return to weekly broadcast television wrestling for a specific company I'm not gonna name now. Um, very, very soon. Very, very soon. All that is going on, and yet here I still am.
2: Man, busy, busiest man in in podcasting.
3: I absolutely am. Nobody can have. Nobody can compete with that.
2: You got me. You got me crushed, man. But hey, and congrats on uh, coming back to the ring. I think a lot of fans missed you, so that'll be great.
3: Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be. It's gonna be fun, and definitely have a new physique on me. I'm once wondering how it will play out in the ring, and can I possibly keep that physique? Because I, I mean, being a bodybuilder is one thing. I've always said. If I had to wrestle with that low body fat I would every muscle in my body so we're yeah. about to put it to the test <laughs> so
2: without giving away too much about yeah. how soon do you think we could see you in the ring
3: within the next four weeks
2: damn wow all right then oh well, guys keep uh stay tuned everyone
1: watch every wrestling promotion weekly yep. you don't yes. know where he's going to show up
2: <laughs> could be
1: New <laughs> Japan for all we know
2: <laughs>
1: Lucha Underground um awesome Matt so with that being said uh, let's yeah let's dive into uh <laughs> let's dive into tonight's proceedings so we opened with the segment goldberg coming out to the ring and having a little face-off with kevin owens there matt are you are you excited to see them go toe-to-toe in the ring after what you saw tonight in this build-up we've been having
3: i just realized something i realized that last week this is what's going to happen goldberg there's going to be a dq um is going to cost him the match at the pay-per-view is what i'm predicting happens that way Kevin keeps the title and Jericho versus K.O. is a bigger match. Brock versus Goldberg do, does not need the title. Um, but I did not uh, tonight I did not like Goldberg's promo, believe it or not. I love Bill. I love him as a friend, love him as a performer, but I don't like Smarmy, smart ass Bill Goldberg. I don't I don't like him clapping and doing the stuff he was doing. He's Goldberg. All he has to do is just sit there and listen to K.O. cut his promo. Because KO cut one hell of a world beater promo tonight, I thought. And I just didn't like Bill clapping for it. You know what I mean? And act like that's no big deal. That's no big deal. That's no big deal. You know, Bill, it is a big deal. You know, maybe not in your day, but in today's wrestling landscape, what KO's done is remarkable. Yeah, he's kind of
2: being like almost like Roman Reigns here with the the smart alecky. Uh, y- you know, and and I just think the more Bill talks, uh, the worse it is. You know, he yep. he shouldn't say too much. And uh, yeah. I I agree. I don't. I I mean, the plan was for. uh Goldberg to win here. I mean, win went at fast lane and, and go into WrestleMania as a champ. I see your point. Um, the only thing is that I almost think Jericho versus Owens for the universal title. I think it is bigger than what they have now, but I always hate seeing the world title match as less than the other match. You know what I mean? Like when rock and Cena wrestle and CM punk and Jericho was the world title match, but it was underneath and, uh,
3: Look but, at it this. Look at it this way. If you're the company, though, Raj, what would you, you could go out there and say we have four or five main event matches on WrestleMania just because that title is in that match now.
2: Right, but yeah, true. But what I'm hearing is that they're going with uh, Strowman and Lesnar for the title after WrestleMania. So, oh, wow. So I think that I think that's their plan is to ultimately get the title on Strowman and then have Roman get it eventually. So I mean, and granted, plans always change, but that's. That's been one direction I've been hearing.
3: We'll get to we'll get to Braun later, but there's some little things he, can, he needs to still work on that we'll get to. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'd like to see Owens retained, but I mean, I don't know. It just feels so predetermined that they're setting up that storyline for Goldberg-Lesnar. Um, if this match isn't something special someday at Fastlane, I mean, it's a B-pay-per-view as it is. I want to be surprised very, very badly uh, with the outcome of that. But let's talk about um, the New Day versus Jinder Mahal. So, uh, or Jinder Mahal and Rusev, pardon me. Um, so we had the promo before, uh, New Day Pops. We got the t-shirt. The New Day ice cream is definitely happening. Um, you know, I got to say Jinder looked jacked. Like, not Matt Morgan jacked. Yeah,
2: he's jacked. not He's not at Blueprint levels yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome.
1: Jinder looked great. Um, this actually made me want to see a longer Jinder versus B- Big E meet, uh, match. I thought that was the high point of it. But, Matt, what did you think about this matchup and what they did tonight?
3: We, we said it from day one. He can go. Jinder can go. Jinder is what Jim Ross back in the day would consider a good hand. I think he's even more because he looks the way he looks. And when he's in street clothes, he always presents himself as a star to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like what they're doing with him. I, I'm hoping they can do enough to be able to – Erase our minds from the stank they made him in with the you know three MB, um, and I don't know. I love Rusev. I, I love the two together. I think it's helping him out immensely. Um, I like them both better than New Day. I tell you that right now.
2: <laughs> you know, it's funny because when Jinder came back, you said that exact same thing, Matt. Uh, when Jinder came back, that he's a he's a good hand and you know good in the ring and, and you know presents himself well. And uh, I agreed, but I didn't really see him as being much more than than a prelim guy. But I'm seeing it more and more, and I don't know if it's because he's so jacked, all of a sudden he's standing out more. But he did look good in the ring. Uh, he has been wrestling well, and uh, yeah, I, I could see them doing. I definitely could see them doing more with him.
3: He's got to watch his stereotype faces he makes as a heel. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. He's doing exactly what I know we hate when they put, you know, this descent out there. They they, they completely go back to the 80s you know what i mean And right. he's playing into it you know in wwe's defense with his facials he's making when he's getting heat on guys he doesn't have to make those exaggerated you know over the top 1980s iron Sheik faces he doesn't need to do that right
2: and he you doesn't know? wear the 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 turban in real life you know it's like you know, get rid of it stop being a mini league of nations and and just be two badass heels you know the, the roster could really use that
3: yep
1: yeah, so uh, the New Day won that match. And after that, we had Rusev and Ginder arguing in the ring, tease for Bailey, Simon, and Sasha versus Dana and Charlotte, uh, Enzo and Cass cutting a promo backstage to Cesaro and Seamus backstage. And then we had Cesaro and Joe kick off that main. Now, real match.
2: quick, you think Enzo's being extra annoying lately? <laughs> a little,
3: bit. A little like,
2: bit. Like they're setting him up for a heel turn or cast a turn on him or something. Because uh, oh. hmm. it it seems more. It's not just him cutting a promo. Now he just seems like he's being extra obnoxious. Oh,
3: that's tough to tell because he is so over the top regularly. I, I I didn't notice him being. I'll be honest. I didn't notice it more so. But I've noticed it. It sprinkled in during like two weeks ago. I noticed it. A week before that, I noticed it. Yeah. Last week I didn't. This week I gotta go back and watch it. Rewatch it. i like
1: that little shtick he was doing backstage the thing about the ultimate name tag and whatnot with the belts i thought that was cute um and then when he came out i was looking for signs of it we talked about the sort of mixed reaction they've gotten from crowds but green bay now granted tonight crowd were real jerks in other situations but enzo and Cass, their shtick was really short and sweet when they came out to the ring and the crowd seemed into that um i definitely i i enjoyed the backstage bit
2: i thought i thought enzo was kind of being, you know, extra annoying. <laughs> yeah. and, it, and Cass was kind of being the straight guy, not like kind of going with it. Uh, so that's what ma- made me think that they might be leading to, to something there. Because Cass attacking, you know, I, I think Enzo turning heel is not the way to go, really. But Cass uh, attacking Enzo. Uh,
3: they don't need another big guy as a heel, though. They just don't. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point.
1: And I mean, they've kind of been all over the place. I mean, with NXT, they certainly wavered back and forth uh, between how they were viewed. I mean, originally, Enzo was definitely viewed as the guy you wanted to see get beat up. I mean, that was his original shtick. So I think he always has a chance of veering back into that territory pretty easily. Um, Cesaro and Joe backstage, love that. He's and and you guys
2: of- you guys notice the Oscar spoof with the New Day?
1: I uh, wasn't even yeah. going to mention that because it was so awkward when they do those things. It's,
2: they, I, I can't think of a single time they've taken something from pop culture and, and been able to do something funny with it.
3: Oh, but it's topical. We got to get it in. It yeah. has to be good. How about we make it good first? Right. Yeah.
2: yeah. It was. Uh, and the, the crowd was just dead. They didn't even boo. They just were just quiet when they did it. Mm. So.
1: Yeah, I refuse to acknowledge attempts at humor unless they're actually funny now. that I've decided that's my new thing with Raw <laughs> because it just it misses far off and then it hits. Um, let's talk about this whole thing backstage with Stephanie and Mick. So, Matt, I know this is what you do not like to see um, in how they're portraying Mick, but do you think this just confirms that he's headed towards an exit post-Mania?
3: Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, no question about it. I, like, I, mean, I, I had a chance to do this last week with you guys, but last week... I was thinking about you guys when Mick stood up to her a little bit, and and she 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 gave a completely different reaction last week. Yeah, that 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 face that she gave at the very end—I don't know if you remember from last week's backstage—and uh, she said
2: she hopes he has an accident, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> not,
3: not, not, but but no. After that, uh-huh. she, it panned back to her. That's real Stephanie. That was legit Stephanie McMahon in that moment. She's not this mean witchy. She's really cool and really nice, actually, in her life. And. They as the first time I've seen that facial out of her, ever on a WWE program, <laughs> because everything that we see, I'm telling you, is so in antithesis of who she really is. Yeah, it's crazy.
2: Right, and and as far as fully being gone post Mania, I think he's probably going to be gone post Fastlane. I don't I don't think he'll be around. Yeah, more than a week or two. It's clear that they're trying to ride him off TV, and and uh I think. He, he does something at Fastlane, gets fired on Raw next Monday is, is kind of where I'm thinking they're headed.
3: Or does something on Raw gets fired? But it's definitely happening in the right. I think, yeah.
1: And tonight's the finale of Holy Foley. Um, so I think, you know, that synergy is over.
2: My man, um, Foley is looking great. Yeah. yeah. You know, with the he got his hair cut right because, you know, that one week yep. he did it with the Weed Whacker. Um, he's looking good, man. He's got the short hair. He looks like he did like 15 years ago.
3: So, yeah. It does, it does look good yeah
1: definitely so uh cruiserweights akira tazawa versus noam dar with uh after brian kendrick doing the little run in there so i haven't been watching 205 live um how did this play into the grander scheme of things and did that help your enjoyment of it matt or raj
2: raj uh, <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i i like tazawa i thought this i thought he looked good tonight um and it, it's clear they're protecting him i mean he's probably gotten more you know more cruiserweight wins than almost anyone not named Neville, so um yeah, I thought he looked good, but uh, it's it's just hard to care uh when they have those long gaps and and it's clear that they don't uh they don't see this as as main event stuff
3: I concur
1: no agreed. Um- <laughs> Kendrick coming in. So that's building up to uh, Raj. So that's building up to what's happening on 205 Live this week, or did they announce the cruiserweight match for Fastlane yet?
2: Yeah, Fastlane, it's uh, Neville and Jack Gallagher. And tough. then on the pre show, it was announced that. That's right. Yeah, it's. Uh, hold on one second. I got it right here. Um, Noam Dar and Brian Kendrick versus Tezawa and Rich Swan. So it's good for Rich Swan because he was pulled from the pay-per-view due to injury, came back sooner, and so he's back on it. So that's good for him.
1: So back from the break, Foley made the match for Joe versus Cesaro later in the night. And then we had Sasha Banks and Bayley versus Charlotte and Nia Jax. Um, Dana Brooke continues to be sidelined, but, hey, at least she's back on TV. Um, Matt, what did you think of this tag match compared to the other matchups we've seen in recent weeks?
3: I thought it was good. Um, I think any – I still think not – I don't want to. Like I always sound like I'm crapping on him, and I'm trying not to here. But but Naya is still not ready. Um, they're, they're 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 screwing up, and I think they've already screwed up. One of the most organic baby faces they had with Sasha. You know, um, I don't know what the hell she did wrong or what's going on, but I, I just don't think Nia is. They just keep doing too much with her. And I don't think she's ready. And the ones that they're feeding to her are the ones that, in my opinion, have the bigger potential to make them more money.
2: You know what they could have done? Because um, I think everyone knew that Nia was coming out when Charlotte introduced her partner. It would have been cool to have Emma come. You know, Emma come out. And uh, and she's—I mean, she can go. So she uh, yeah, could. And, and get her in that mix. But I have a feeling it's—it's it's looking like we might not see Emma until after WrestleMania. <laughs>
3: Yeah.
1: (laughs) if then right (laughs) yeah absolutely crazy um what's going on there i mean i thought the match tonight you know had some good back and forth uh naya pinned bailey now raj according to your method of uh predicting winners this does not mean bailey will retain on sunday even though she ate the pin
2: right because naya got the win Mm. so you would think with this that sasha's beating naya and since Bailey and Charlotte both lost in the last two weeks, and going back to the, the, the last time that one of them had a win, it was Bailey. So Charlotte's getting the win.
1: Or maybe so that's the, uh,
2: that's the maybe WWE math.
1: Yeah, maybe there's something else. I don't know. Matt, what do you make of this with the Charlotte streak? Do you feel like?
3: I will say this. Raj's formula is always on except when it comes to Charlotte. Yeah. You're not right when Charlotte is won every time that the formula says she shouldn't.
2: <laughs> really? I think I have said yes. that she's supposed to win every time.
3: Because Sasha always gets the better of her. You kept calling for her to lose at these last two pay- or three pay-per-views. Yeah. yeah. And that they need to get the streak going. But anyways, who cares? The point is, this was a good match. The girls busted their asses as usual. Um, again, I just think the focus is on the wrong person. Yeah. And she made the wardrobe hate. change, I'll still say. And I don't care if I get heat with them for it.
2: <laughs> you think they'd <laughs> you think they'd end the streak on a B pay per view like this now that they've been building it up like it's it's something?
3: God no. All right. No. WrestleMania is Bailey's big win. Yeah. So, yeah. But is it gonna be a tag now or, or won't it be a three way?
2: No uh at WrestleMania? Yeah. It's looking like a four way with Naya, oh. Sasha, Charlotte, and Bailey. Ugh. You think she'll beat Flair's record by Rick Flair's record by the end of the year? <laughs>
3: That's
1: why, man, nip this streak thing in the bud at WrestleMania, I hope Charlotte's streak dies. Um because it's just it's it's just too much, you know. It, it limits
3: the rest of the division, but I still think Charlotte's the best in the division, but Yeah. She yeah. doesn't have to win every pay-per-view to prove that.
1: Yeah, just a little bit of surprise, that's all I ask for. Um so we had fully backstage with Braun uh, teasing what was to come with their contract signing later in the evening. But after that, we did have the match Luke Gallows versus Big Cass.
2: Do you, real quick, you remember when they used to do contract signings like once a year? You know, like it was a big deal, like back in the mm-hmm. early 90s and late oh, 80s. Yeah. And, and now yeah, they're doing it like every other week. Yep. And, they, mm-hmm. and it's not like they come up with something, even though this time it was kind of cool how they, they finished it, but... It's not like they come up with new spots or something different each time. It's it's pretty much the same thing.
3: Google, oh we're three hours, we need to fill time. There's a way we can do it. Right, contract signing.
1: And they always end the same way. Right. Like, it never ends with just a handshake and see you on Sunday. You know? That would
2: be awesome to do once in a while, just to, you know, throw a wrench in it.
1: I wonder I wonder if the WWE rule book that comes out, uh, I guess it comes out what, tomorrow? Uh, or is it next week, um, if that's going to happen. I'm curious, what's actually in the contracts that they're having them sign?
2: I wouldn't take this book too seriously.
1: <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you see this piece of paper every time when they're doing it, there's a place to sign their name. I mean, is it just lorem Ipsum? Well, the first
2: it? sheet is, like, do you see it? It's always just their names. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, the whole page is just their names. Um, but, yeah, I don't I don't think. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what they, if they mention it.
3: I remember when I was with TNA and I had to do that once. Like I don't even remember what the first page said. I just know I had to flip through like two or three pages to get to <laughs> where the line was to sign my name. And it really was a line that I had to sign my name on with my name printed right. um, and with paragraphs. you with this.
2: Right. They mess with you and have you sign an extension. I don't know, $0. but you, you just re signed for three years
3: for zero dollars. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: Giving Vince McMahon 50% of every dollar you make in perpetuity. <laughs> that'd be such know. a great
3: rib. Oh, my <laughs> yeah, God.
1: Absolutely. Be. I w- wouldn't be shocked if uh, there's a story out there if him trying to do something like you that. You know
3: what? They should have done that to see him. He would have caught it, but they should have done that to CM yeah. yeah. Punk yeah. <laughs> when he was going to leave
2: that would have been great oh that would have been good
1: <laughs> absolutely um so Gatlin's versus Big Cass what'd you what'd you think of this Matt
3: that Luke took half of the match I did with him at Rinka King in India <laughs> I swear to God um and he did a great job I, he did a good job with what he was given but there's no question he quarterbacked that match and did a good job I thought for what he was told to go out and do um good big man match uh, for the most part.
2: Yeah. I, I thought Cass looked a lot better here than he has recently. And I think part of that has to do with because of Luke Gallows. Um So, yeah, I mean, not much to it, but.
1: I'm uh, looking forward after Fastlane. I'm hoping that they get Gals and Anderson in a different program, aside from with Enzo and Cass. I just think this is the same problem they have with everything. It's like we set up these feuds, and then it's just again and again and again and again and again. I just want to see some variety,
2: you know. I I mean, who else are they going to go with? I mean, you, you got like two tag teams. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you're going to see much uh much different after Fastlane. After Mania maybe, but Yeah. I think we're 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 kind of seeing where things are settling in and, and and that's kind of where we'll be for the next month.
1: Yeah. Um after that, so where Cesaro was in the main event tonight with Samoa Joe, Sheamus was in a match with Titus O'Neil. Mhm anything bad about
3: this match. Nothing. <laughs> Dude, Honestly, nothing. nothing. Sheamus, he's stud and all. I just don't nothing. It didn't do anything for me as a fan. You know, as a wrestler, I could sit there and watch it and, and thought that it was well executed. And the guys again, worked their asses off. Sheamus, especially. Um, but I didn't envy the position he was put in tonight.
2: And Titus, uh, it was weird that Titus took most of the match. Um, you know,
3: when that's, a is, that's a tribute to Seamus. Yeah. That, that, that's him saying, I have no ego. I want to go out there and try to get this guy over. Because everybody likes him. Everyone likes Titus. And everyone back backstage says and thinks the things that we do when we look at Titus. Like, Jesus, this dude is 6'5", 6'6", or whatever tall he is. Looks like a stud athlete. Got a promo, I think his promos are pretty good for the most part. Um, why, why are we not doing anything with him? So I could see, you could see it in the match tonight, the way it was set out, that, that Sheamus was trying to help him out. Right.
1: Yeah, I, I like the joke before, like there was pulling the O'Neill being Irish thing. I feel like a lot of times they just don't, <laughs> don't give very good. I mean, it was cute, right? I mean, it yeah. was what it was. Um, but yeah, I feel like they just don't give him very good material or very good booking a lot of the time. And it's unfortunate no. Um, because, no, he's no. definitely got talent. It's just, yeah. Um, so let's talk about this segment with Corey Graves and Rollins. Interrupted by Triple H and Samoa Joe. First off, what was up with the crowd? I mean, it was bad enough they were doing the puppies thing during the women's match, but doing CM Punk during, during Rollins, during Rollins out there having this this big moment.
3: Here's a dumb question I'm gonna ask you guys: Do you think that they're that? I don't want to call the fans dumb, but do you think that the fans in Green Bay were that? They're they're not they're not diehard WWE fans. Do you think that they were like more like you know they haven't watched it in a couple of years maybe? And they decided because Raw was in town, they're gonna show up. And then here comes Seth Rollins, like, "Hey, he kind of looks like CM Punk." <laughs> I'm going start chanting CM Punk, and then the rest of these marks start cheering along, like because I don't get there is no connection there to to make to start chanting CM Punk either.
2: I yeah, I I thought they were just being pricks. Um, yeah. I could kind of see that, but I it just felt like uh, I thought Seth wasn't very convincing here. And so I don't know if that's, that had anything to do with it. Like, they were just like, all right, just get to the point. Um, but, yeah, it, the, you know, the crowd wasn't buying it. Even though uh, it seemed like they were being very careful to say that this isn't a match right now. Like, th- that yeah. they're going to do something. That, you, you, you know, Triple H is like, if you call me out at WrestleMania. So, like, they have a brawl or a something.
3: Four right. times in a row. Go back and watch it. He said it. Right. I was watching this. I always watch the verbiage, uh, what do you call it, on the closed caption as well? Yeah. Uh, Because when I'm watching my other TV shows, I like to know these people. But Anyways, who cares? (laughs) Um, My closed caption is always on. Anyways, and he said it four times in a row. I'm like, am I reading this wrong? What the hell? Like, why does he keep saying this? So I think you're right. I think that's why. I think Seth is still banged up, and it's not a definite thing. This gives them an out. If he's still not healthy, they can maybe do a street fight. Right. Or That's he should like, open his jeans, and say, hey, Triple H, get out here. And then Triple H comes out and they street fight each other.
2: Right. I they
1: thought Triple H, H was really good. good. But with Rollins, I don't know if it's that he if that he started weak or that the crowd got to him in doing that. Um,
3: I, I think the first, what you said, I think because he yeah. started weak. I mean, we're talking about him being, he is legitimately injured, right? Oh, I'm not yeah. yeah. Injured. Okay. So I hope he, I don't know if he's depressed. I don't know what it is, but that he did not make that connection tonight, in my opinion. That, that make them emotionally invest in him, like, "Hey, I'm banged up again. It's super frustrating. It's super annoying." You know, I didn't get any of that out of him. And then, I don't know. It's just like it's not science. Or, I'm sorry, it's not magic. It's it's with, it's medicine and, and all these other stupid lines that I know they wrote for him. Right. I mean, I don't know. If I'm hurt, uh, I, I'm very impas- I'm going to be very impassioned with my promo. You
2: know. You know. Another problem with that is WWE has been doing this angle a lot, where the guy you know, you have Sasha coming in acting like she's, you know, injured and's is going to retire and then say, Oh, I'm, I'm fine. So I think everyone's just expecting him to say, I'm fine. They're like, all right, come on, get to it. And you're not mm. convincing us that that's not where you're going. Hmm. Um, so I think that's, because uh, that's how I felt watching it. I was like, all right, come on, man. Just say you're going to face triple H at WrestleMania. You're trying to act sad, but you don't seem sad. And, um, but I, yeah, they they didn't they didn't necessarily do that.
3: What I thought was going to happen was it was it, the knee brace was going to lure Hunter out there to jump him or whatever, and he doesn't even need Joe to come out with him kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then Seth turns the tables and takes the knee brace off. I'm perfectly fine, you know. I thought something like that was going to happen, maybe.
2: Wow. yeah. His, uh, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll see. Hopefully, you know. Hopefully, his knee's a hundred percent. I mean, I doubt it'll be hundred percent, but good enough to go. Um,
3: I can just speak from experience, you guys. I know we're short on time, but I tore my pec. I was supposed to win the very first Bound for Glory um, series. I was supposed to win the world championship out of that. And so you want to talk about an opportunity to to get on the mic and talk about real feelings? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's the most – I can't think of a better opportunity to show the fans who you really are than a real-life scenario being thrown in front of you and the carpet yanked out because of an injury. You know, and if this is true that he really is injured, like you're saying he is, I don't know why he missed the mark on this. This is not something that needs to be scripted. You know, right?
2: I don't get it. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. Just have him go out with a mic and and say, "This is where we need to get to." That you're not promising a match at WrestleMania, but you're going to be there, and something will happen. And just you know, because he this would be the second WrestleMania in a row, so it it shouldn't have to take too much scripting to. You yeah. know, have to that get that emotion feel? out.
3: Yeah. How does that make you feel?
1: Yeah. Right. Maybe it's because they're trying to have it both ways, where they're still like, well, there's a chance, there could be something, but we don't know 100% yet. We have to see. Fine.
3: Talk from yeah. a place of I keep getting screwed over without sounding like yeah. you're being a crybaby about it. It's that's, that's yeah. easy to do. Right. Yeah. It's what he tells himself. It's what he's talking to himself about every single day that he's in rehab. I guarantee it in his head. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and he was so awesome in that 24 documentary, all those moments where we saw yeah. him talking about that. Yes. You know, so we could tap into that. Um, that being said, I thought Triple H was great.
2: He was actually a heel this week. <laughs>
3: At first, yeah. I was getting worried until he started calling them idiots. And yeah.
2: Right. Because a the, the, the couple of weeks ago when he was out there, he was a total babyface, You know, talking about how he's creating NXT and trying to do it for the fans. And, but uh, yeah, he, he, was, he was much better here. He definitely so where, did, where the hell does Samoa Joe come from? He didn't walk out with him? No. It was just all of a sudden he was out there, right? Did he, I didn't see him walk out
3: with I him. must have. I, I, I must have missed it then. I, I I just saw him on the other side of the ring as well. Yeah. I was like, damn. With his pastel blue uh, shirt. Right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looking sharp,
1: man. Uh, but yeah, not much of a reaction from the crowd when he was out there even. It was kind of crazy. Who? Um, uh, Samoa Joe, like him entering. You know what I mean? That like whenever he came out there, you would have thought there would have been like, that would have livened up the crowd because it was like, oh, we're about to have go time here.
2: Yeah, Matt, to your point, what you were talking about with uh, you know fans maybe not really knowing who these guys are, they are in Green Bay. It's not a big city. So, I mean, there is a good chance that a lot of the people just went, you know, not really knowing who some of these guys are because it seemed like a lot of guys didn't know who Samoa Joe was.
3: Like, I, I live in Orlando. I couldn't tell you. I'm a huge NBA fan. I, I like the Cavs. I like LeBron. I don't like them. I'm not a Magic fan. If I went to a Magic game, I, I, I don't know 90% of that team
2: right yeah i'm a I'm a Broncos fan but we were we were at a steakhouse for my birthday, and there were a couple of Broncos players there and I had no idea until my brother in law told me
3: yeah you
2: no know, yeah you know, it's like i know the top six or seven guys, and then everyone else is you know but yeah yeah- i, t- I totally and plus Samoa Joe's only been on the main roster a few weeks, so uh yeah. unless it's a bunch of diehards, you probably not know who he is,
1: yeah, maybe. Uh, so we're talking about the rest of the show in a moment, but first, just want to take a moment and give a shout out to the sponsor of this episode, DDP Yoga, DDPY, specifically their awesome Max Pack, used by the likes of Chris Jericho, AJ Styles, Mick Foley, Gold Dust, and a ton of other WWE stars who love using DDPY. For a limited time right now, you can get the DDPY three months of full access to the DDP Yoga Now app for 25% off or the DDPY DVDs plus three full months of access to the DDP Yoga Now app, 25% off the DVDs. That includes those three months of full access to the app. You can also buy a or combo pack at 25% off and get 50% off the second one. So partner up with a friend, get in shape, take control of your health, take control of your life. March is almost here. The year is flying by. You need to go right now. Sign up at ddpyoga.com slash wrestlinginc our offer that's ddpyoga.com slash wrestling inc we thank them for sponsoring the show and again we congratulate diamond dallas page on being inducted into the wwe hall of fame in the class of 2017 speaking of which good a time as any to mention beth phoenix tonight was made official which is going in this year yeah,
2: <laughs> I, yeah. I i like beth phoenix i i me think
3: too, but there's i grew i grew up with her in OVW. she came in after me actually and we worked with her every day good good one of the boys and she's a stud. But I'm sorry, there's a few others that <laughs> could make their way in there before her, no? Absolutely. Yeah. Where's Lisa Marie Varone? Why the hell is she not in first? Yeah. Or even. Uh, I, why is Ivory not in? Tori Wilson.
2: Yeah, we can get to her later.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sable. They, Sable Sable's
2: Sable's like a glaring omission in it, right?
3: Yeah. But I'm thinking of the, I mean, they went the worker route, obviously. You know, the girl that's. Can go in the ring is definitely that but like i said lisa marie uh, lisa marie ivory there's so many others that 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 are still a i don't say a gener like half a generation ahead of her that should be in there yeah
1: i think this would have been a good year to do china i think it's been long enough since her passing
3: You you gotta remember that it sounds horrible but there's something to be said to have the talent there yeah I hate that I say that because well, yeah, because it takes a really big star for that to happen if they passed.
2: Well, if you look at every year on the the main, the main roster, I guess you could call it, with the Hall of Fame, uh, they usually have one dead wrestler. Uh, which yeah, I, I hate saying it, but that is kind of the thing. You know, it's like the big boss man, or you know, uh, there's there's one, and they don't do more than one. So even the year they did Randy Savage, he didn't go on last. It was Kevin Nash, but. Hey, this year that that spot is filled by Rick Rude. So, yeah. um, but I think you know Miss Elizabeth is in that same category because she oh, should definitely yeah. be in hundred percent. Yes. So, um, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's kind of a shocking omission at this point.
2: Sable, is, I mean, people forget how big of a star Sable was.
3: Oh, yeah. Sable was a reason everyone half the world was tuning in for a long time
2: yeah so i'm guessing oh, Les- i'm guessing lesnar probably doesn't want her in because <laughs> because mm-hmm. uh, you know they could do it really quick just you know
3: but i'm happy for beth that's like let me be like that's a that's a buddy you know what i mean so that's always good to see That means yeah. mickey james is going to have an opportunity um i mean you know I, i'm happy about that that's cool right
2: no
1: definitely um so something there was probably, yeah. Uh, I, I don't even know how to polish this one. Big Show versus the Shining Stars.
3: Um, <laughs> handicap match. I don't have anything
1: clever to say about this. Um, I mean, big, big, oh, let's focus on how good Big Show looks.
2: You know? well, let's focus on this. It looks like his match with Shaq might not be happening.
1: Oh my god, cancel WrestleMania. Thank God.
2: What are they gonna do? So what do you what do you do? Uh, you know, that's a, I almost think you could do Braun again and do like a gimmick match because they had a hell of a match last week.
3: Yeah. That'd be pretty interesting to find out who, you know, that that comes out of nowhere and maybe somehow has time to set up a match versus big show at WrestleMania. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, Let's
2: see and who it retire- is. yeah. And if Big Show wants to retire anyway, have it be a retirement match and have you know, if that's why I think Braun would be kind of cool. You got Big Show saying, Hey, I want you again. I, I know I can beat you. I'll put my career on the line. And boom, Ron retires Big Show.
3: Or somebody, you know, coming back that hasn't been there in a while. You never know. Yeah. Could be interesting. So
2: I I personally I kind of hope that Shaq can't do it because, yes, yeah. they'll get, you know, the, the same outlets covering them the next day and, and you know, a, a video clip on yeah. ESPN, but it doesn't do anything for their
3: business. They're already, yeah, they're not. And they're already set up on ESPN as it is right you're right
1: yeah i don't think anyone's gonna buy a pay-per-view or subscribe to the network specifically to see that match maybe i'm wrong but, i mean 20 years ago that
2: you're would right. be a big big deal that's more for like your friends that don't watch wrestling that you have uh have okay. over to watch it yep they would get a kick out of it, it like oh shack is there
3: here's the situation they're walking past the t te- they're not even watching mania they're playing pool on your pool table the whole time and drinking and when the in-between drink the playing pool they walk past the couch to go grab a beer out of the fridge and they see the tv and they see it shack and they stop and they watch about two minutes worth of that match and then go get their beer and go back to playing pool and ignoring the rest of wrestlemania that's the scenario yeah
1: with that matt <laughs> I, I speak on behalf of all our listeners man i missed having you on the show these past few
3: weeks <laughs> you, you
1: have a, a keen insight that uh raj and i clearly lack i, I think that's very well put Um, tonight, uh, I have to say it should be a test because Corey Graves is great at this. If you want to be a a a commentator in the WWE, they should say, "Hey, spend thirty seconds and try and put over the shining stars," because I think Corey Graves is the only one that can do it with a straight face. You know, no sense of irony there in the way he
3: talks them up. He's so he, he. I I think the world of Corey. I think he's awesome.
2: I think yeah. he's the best announcer, the best commentator they have right now. He's, he's overtaken Morrow,
3: in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Morrow's lost a little – a
1: couple yeah. – yeah. Um. So we came out of that match to Jack Gallagher and TJ Perkins versus Neville and Tony Nese.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have not, Matt, if you have insert, something to
3: say. Insert Lodge's comments from last week during this segment. <laughs>
2: yeah. They're every week. Uh, the same thing. But that being said, Matt, Matt, who do you think takes the uh, Neville Jack Gallagher match
3: this Sunday? God, I love Gallagher, but they're screwing him up a little bit. Um, I think it's got to be Neville still, don't you? Doesn't don't you think he's got to be? Yeah. yeah, I think
2: I think that makes all the sense in the world to to have Neville, and, and they were talking about Austin Aries for Mania, and if they don't do that, I could easily see, see them doing Tozawa or something, but. Um,
3: let me ask you guys a quick, quick question. Again, I know we're short on time, but with Austin Aries, do you think the fans get that he is an NXT wrestler at these WWE shows? And I don't I think know. I like just an announcer because sometimes I don't know either. And I'm like, do they not know this dude is like money in the ring? In <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's why
2: I, I kind of don't want him in that cruiserweight division just because it's kind of a, the, the way they booked it. It's been a step down. And until they change, like getting rid of the purple ropes and change the change how it's perceived, I just think it's a step down for Aries as opposed to just going to the main roster.
1: Wasn't well, that why that. they had the package tonight? The promo for Austin,
2: they aired that on 205 live. So that's yeah, so he's it looks like he's headed to the cruiserweight division. They're and, letting people know, yeah.
1: Uh, so we came out of that tonight to backstage. Stephanie made it official: Nia Jax versus Sasha at Fastlane this weekend. Um, continuing that again, setting up that four-way for WrestleMania. And then let's talk about the main event. So, right, Sarah- who do you, who do you guys
2: think uh, oh. takes that? This, we can do the Fastlane preview while we're doing the recap. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, yeah, who do you guys think that takes that with Sasha and Nia?
3: Unfortunately, Nia.
1: Yeah. I think Sasha. Build the four-way.
2: Yeah, I think Sasha gets it this time. The math. The math. Well, actually, no. The math doesn't work here either because Sasha won the week before. Nia won this. <laughs> Nia pinned Bailey. So, man, who knows? I wanna probably right.
1: Get a whiteboard and put it behind you, and I want you to point and be like, because of this and this, therefore, <laughs> we get that. I mean, break it's it down. Right, though.
3: You, man. It is usually correct.
1: Yeah. Um, I think – you know what? I would like to see if we're going to have a four-way at WrestleMania is let's have uh, Nia destroy Sasha if Charlotte – Picks up the one and gets the belt back. Let's have, let's make Bailey and uh, Sasha really the underdogs going into WrestleMania and make the story they're going to tell in the ring that they have to team up together to navigate these circumstances and, and for Bailey to get the belt back. What do you mean? Well, no, I'm saying so we're gonna have the four-way for the for the match, but I would like to see almost the story if the faces lose, okay? So if Bailey and Sasha both get annihilated, let's really build up nia and charlotte moore so it seems like there's real stakes against them i don't know so they could tell a bit more of a story with the match as opposed to just the crisscross intersection sort of thing
3: yeah, yeah. i think they've illustrated enough who the underdogs are you know i, I yeah. think t- almost too much especially with sasha yeah. i don't care if she's short and diminutive or whatever the other day the girl can go fans bought into her right off the bat and then they managed to mess it up yeah
2: I will say the one thing that stuck out with this cruiserweight uh segment was that TJ Perkins <laughs> didn't do the dab so that was good
3: why are we even talking with the all right all right yeah
1: <laughs> uh okay main event time for me this was the high point of the show Cesaro versus Samoa Joe um picking up playing on their history that they have together uh pre-WWE. Mm-hmm. Think they uh, did a nice job of setting up the match and communicating with these guys have, have gone a bunch of times. Um, what did you think of the match itself, uh, Matt?
3: thought it was very, very good. Uh, Cesaro sold his tail off in a very authentic, believable way. Creative as well. The, the leg heat that Joe got on him working on the injury what was really original. I really liked, like, there's so many things that could have gotten messed up. With Like, for instance, was Cesaro went to go jump on the second rope and do his little springboard gimmick? Like, to hold to, to balance on that second rope is not easy. And then to get pushed forward and hit just perfectly and land on your hamstring, I'm telling you, is damn near next to impossible. He is such a freak. It's crazy, Cesaro. that, yeah, said, that was,
2: oh, sorry. I'm,
3: I'm sorry. <clears throat> that said, I, do, I still don't think Joe should be selling one iota yet. I don't understand it. He's the destroyer. Make him be the destroyer. His promos scream badass, scream destroyer. I believe every word he says, and i work him, so he is a badass. I know he is. And he just shouldn't be selling at all.
2: Right. I, I totally agree 100%. I thought it should have been like 80-20, you know, with Joe, Joe taking 80% of the match and, and Cesaro getting 20, as opposed to the 55-45. Um, But, yeah, it was really good. I thought that was a really creative spot they did where Cesaro – because at first when I saw it, I thought Cesaro really did tweak his knee. Uh, But, you know, they were just using that for the match, and I thought that was great. It looked real. The the match seemed uh, just kind of different from what you see on WWE each week. But, yeah, to to your point, I I think Joe is still new. He's got that aura about him, and so go with it.
3: And one of the things real quick, I don't know if you guys as as fans pick up on this, but, like, maybe – I think you guys do – when a guy works an injury angle and then he, you know, he's going to end up generally losing, it doesn't get to heal anymore over. He beat an injured man. Yeah. Now, the argument by the writing team could be made well, they get some more heat for beating up an injured man. Yeah. Not in 2017 as much as you think it would. It just, Joe needs wins. He needs to just steamroll people. Right. I mean, selling uppercuts and stuff. Joe should have been like, kind of like flipped on him and just, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. I
1: loved his promo after, interrupted, of course, by Sami Zayn, and we speculated it was going to happen, but now the match is official. Yep. Sami Zayn versus Samoa Joe at Fastlane. Um, I'll say it. There's a huge Sami Zayn mark. I'm pretty sure he's losing on Sunday. Uh, <laughs> sad, sad to say, but only I'm hoping that it sets up a rematch closer to Mania, maybe at Mania itself if they have nothing else for Joe at the, at the big show.
2: I think I, I think Joe will kill him so decisively that it w-
3: wouldn't warrant a rematch. <laughs> I, I hope that's the way they book it. I love Sami Zayn, too. I just – Joe needs to steamroll people, period. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What do you think they do with him in Mania?
3: That's, that's a great question. Again, does he – maybe somebody gets called – I don't know. He just got called up, so he's not going to work on somebody else and just get called up, obviously, but – Huh, that's a good question. Maybe maybe it's something simple as he just has you know interaction during the Hunter Rollins match, you know, and keep it simple.
2: That's kind of what I'm thinking. I'm thinking you almost use him as kind of like backup in case Rollins really can't go. And then uh, if you're doing a little brawl between you know Seth and Triple H, um, you have Joe come in. He's with Triple H, they're beating down Rollins, and then boom, you have Nakamura come out to help oh. Rollins, you know, and then that mm-hmm. then that satisfies the people that didn't get to see the match and it uh you know it, it's a cool moment or finn balor or someone like yeah. that
3: that would be a pretty you know what you're right that'd be a good moment
1: yeah, yeah. Finn, finn finn versus joe well, we've seen it before it's a great great feud these guys can pull off. if finn can come back for mania or even the night after i think
2: well finn is booked to... for like in two weeks
1: yeah but he's not gonna be on tv though i thought i thought he was only doing house shows for a little bit
3: well i mean
2: chances you know i'm guessing he'll be back on tv
3: cool.
1: if
2: he's going to be working live events yeah,
3: well then let me be clear that could then that could be the setup that could be the mania match for joe yeah if they rushed it and i think they'll, it'll end up rushing it in my opinion by booking those two
2: and who do you have go over at that point because it's like both of those guys need that win you know i don't want to
3: have that problem I, I'm, I have to deal with. yeah it's
1: a tough call I, I see both sides of that one um so let's talk about this contract signing, the last segment of the night, where we had Braun and Reigns. Uh, let me give it up. I know a lot of people say that I'm too hard on Roman. Loved some of those spots tonight, especially Roman getting launched over steps outside. I thought that was well done at the beginning when uh, Strowman went through him over there, launched him over there.
3: You like that? All he did was run and jump over the steps and land against the pad. I thought it looked cool.
1: Oh. Remember, I'm I mean, thinking fans about it. If- the
3: reacted too, and I'm like, why are they popping so loud? That's easy
1: because again i think a good moment if it's sold well makes you forget that okay those aren't steel steps that's hollow aluminum you know it's padded oh, we around. jumped
3: right over yeah. there
1: no i know i know what i'm saying is that i and we know it's padded outside the ring but the fact that i don't know it, it worked in the moment man i thought it was cool it made me pay attention i was ready to zone out during this segment and i was like oh something's actually happening here i thought I it knew. was cool
2: i thought that spear was badass yeah it was yeah outside the ring through the the guardrail and then that I don't know if it was. A, I mean, it must have been an indie wrestler, and not a stagehand. that got, you know. Yes, he got was, ran uh, over. He had to have been. Yeah, because that was a nasty looking bump. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, yeah, yeah. But Roman got his ass kicked for like the fourth week in a row. So, you know, <laughs> does that <laughs> does that mean he goes over at Fastlane? I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, this is a really intriguing match, in my opinion.
3: Um, he can't. He can't. There's got to be some sort of screwy finish again, or something that happens here. He can't go. He can't. He cannot go over clean against Braun Strowman. He cannot.
2: I agree. I think. I think Braun wins, and uh, Brock wins the title at Mania. They go with Braun and Lesnar. Braun beats Lesnar, and then Reigns is up next, and he's already got that win in the past over Reigns, and you know that's your. And you know, with the with all that, you could drag it out for a while or he turned rain's heel <laughs>
1: <laughs> one day rush one day one day yeah um i liked that little bit at the end though even when rains was down there i'm like leaning up and signing the contract i thought that was kind of funny how they did it um <sighs> they've been neither doing one, that forever
3: neither yeah. one of those guys sold tonight one got put through a wall and it was cool in a way in a frankenstein undertaker type of way that he kind of you know sat up and got up from it um but then when Reigns just took the, you know, the Bret Hart turnbuckle, that was sick. I've never seen that before. I thought it looked really cool. That's something that sounded like a gunshot to the chest. You know what I mean? I get the whole crawling up and ha- he didn't kind of hardly crawl up and sign it. He stopped selling, in my opinion, was on one <laughs> knee, signed it. Oh, shit. I need to sell again. It went back down and sold again. Yeah.
2: He, he, you know what? He, he should have signed it and then Braun came in and, and then threw him in and the. You know, show goes off with Roman Lane, you know, clutching his chest, uh because that was a cool spot. I'd never seen that. um
3: And I watched. It looked better. It looked better the second and third time they shot it from the wrong cam, uh, the wrong camera angle. They should have shot it from the the hard camera. It looked so much better. Because at first I'm like, wait a minute, that low. Then they obviously they low they they loosened it, you know, mm-hmm. and that's how you can easily unhook it. But I watched it back in slow mo, and I'm like. You really can't tell that that top rope was loosened. Yeah, like that was really, really well done. Yeah, but that's WWE guys. They're they're, they're stagehands, and and then they're oh my god, they're so good at what they do. The production, right? Yeah, easy so, so you
2: think? uh So you you pick Braun? I pick Braun. What? Who do you pick, Glenn?
1: uh I'd be okay with it being Braun. I think it's going to be Roman though, just because.
2: It's Roman. Just because it's
1: Roman. Roman. <laughs> I mean, like. And,
2: he, and he's going with
3: Taker, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, uh, that or, part... or Taker costs him the match, and they start setting up that match for WrestleMania between Roman and Taker.
3: What the hell did I miss? I thought AJ was going to wrestle Taker. No. No. It's definite Roman. And AJ Roman?
2: is like Shane McMahon.
3: <laughs> it's definite Undertaker versus Roman Reigns. Yeah, I think so. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, final thoughts on tonight's Raw. Matt, what, what did you think? Now, I know you missed uh, two weeks where we had pretty good Monday. I mean, actually, in one case, like a really good Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, what did you think of tonight?
3: I liked the order of the, the, the show. I liked that we saw Samoa Joe and Sami Zayn in the last match. Yeah. Or the main perceived main event. That was uh, – I'm sorry. Cesaro. Um, I thought that was good. Um, the contract signing, actually, I liked it. I thought it – was effective. They could have sold each other stuff more, but they did set it up to be the Wolfman versus you know King Kong next week. You know, at Fastlane, um, the show I thought it was timed out very well as well. Um, they still, the girls division still kind of frustrating me with who they think is their star. Their, you know, Nia Jax, when it's really my opinion, Sasha. Sasha's when they should be putting more equity into, not Nia. Yeah. So yeah. as a show, I'm sorry, I give it I'm sorry, that's what you asked me. I give it a eight.
2: Nice, Raj. Uh, man, I'd I'd give it like a C plus. I just felt like wow. until the last hour, I just did not care about the show at all. But I thought the the last hour was good. Like I thought Cesar and Samoa Joe was good, and the closing segment was strong, but but that was about it.
3: The opening with Kevin Owens was very good. Kevin Owens is Owens so was good. Owens
1: yeah. was good, yeah. Yeah, and then just down i'm looking forward to next monday because raj if, if your prediction comes true next monday we should see the return of chris jericho
2: probably yeah
1: and i'm looking forward so much to that storyline continuing with him and owens going forward
2: yeah i mean jericho was there tonight he was there last week too he was at the arena
1: yeah. yeah cool man so we want to talk about uh the other news that's happening raj you want to give everyone uh the update before we wrap
2: yeah so the Hardys. Uh, pretty much came out and said on twitter they're leaving tna their contracts are up this week and they're gone uh uh so you know that most likely means they'll probably end up in wwe so um yeah that's a pretty big yeah because matt i mean matt's i think this is the most over he's been ever You know, in his career. They're not going to let him do that there. No. Well. No,
3: they're not going to let him do that there.
2: Well, I wonder, too, if if TNA has a legal, uh, you know, has any legal rights over that broken gimmick.
3: I, I doubt it. But it doesn't even matter. I just think WWE will not do anything with it. They might take some ideas from how they shot it. Okay. In the production part of it. Right, but I, there's no way if they're bringing them in. It's for one last tag run, and to get their butts in the Hall of Fame like they deserve to be.
2: Yeah, you're right. I mean, I can't see them doing like a final deletion kind of you know <laughs> 20 minute match or anything like that. So yeah, will be. I I'm mean, I'm sure that. they'll be hugely over when they first show up. And I almost yeah. think that's why, because the fact that this had all happened in the last week, I bet that's why they named New Day as the guest host of WrestleMania. They probably last week got word that they're probably going to get the hardy so they have new day host wrestlemania and, and the hardy's crash the party at some point what do you mean host wrestlemania
3: they're oh, hosting
2: uh, wait so
3: like what the rock did one year like new day's doing yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: They're the MCs. Yeah. Shit. cool hey you see what see what happens when you miss a week <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah so crazy yeah the new day is hosting wrestlemania so they, they they're not going to have a match
1: See, I would hope. I don't think they would do this, but I think if the, the Hardys went to SmackDown, um, they would have more freedom with the format there to do more interesting bits. I think on Raw, it'll just be too too controlled because it's you know still the A show,
2: yeah. I think a Smack, I think SmackDown's a better fit for them for sure.
1: I have them with uh, the Wyatts, that would be interesting.
2: Yeah, who are the Wyatts? So. The oh, Wyatts are kind of. They're kind of done. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Well, after WrestleMania, they're going to have to pick up the pieces of it, right? I don't he's think so. Just...
2: I don't think you go back to it again. Really? Yeah. I think you keep yeah. Bray Wyatt as singles.
1: Give him a makeover, maybe?
2: Yeah, he's kind of made himself over a little bit. He looks, you know, different than how we used to. Um, so. from, uh,
3: he was Bray. Right?
2: Yeah. Remember, he used to come out with a like, Hawaiian shirt and yeah. He was uh, a cape,
1: cape fear, and now he's a juggalo
2: yeah yeah he's got more of a a gothic look i guess but um and then also drew galloway announced that he's leaving tna he'd been there for two years and um yeah so his contract was up this month too he's actually currently their grand impact grand champion and so he'll be losing it on i think this week's show so yeah so i'm guessing that leaves room for tna to bring some new talent in as well because the hardys were you know obviously pretty high higher price talent so we'll see
3: yeah.
1: Yeah. yes we shall uh cool guys well uh that being said sunday night fast lane happening we'll be back here right after the pay-per-view wants to talk about it um wednesday who do we have uh, for guests this wednesday joining me to talk about smackdown Rosh?
2: uh chris calicut and uh and dennis from uh yeah dennis from, from was
1: great last week yeah so we'll be back here wednesday 12 noon eastern 9 a.m pacific and then sunday night right after fast lane ends matt so great to see you again we'll see you back here and uh just i'm waiting for it we'll see you back next time on the wrestling inc podcast everybody take care that's what i wanted to see the.